Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, hello there, friend. It is really hard to believe that it is already episode number five of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. And if you've been here for all the episodes, thanks so much for being here. And hey, if you were enjoying these, I would sure appreciate it if you would share this podcast episode with a friend of yours, um, or even if you're motivated to do so, I would sure appreciate it if you go right into that Apple podcast and leave me a review. I'd love to know how you're liking the podcast and any good review helps me grow as this podcast is starting out. You know, I realized in these episodes, one of the things that I've left out is my overall philosophy of life. And the reason that I think it's so important that I share that with you is it will give you insight into all the things that I share on this podcast. So my philosophy is this. I basically believe there are only two kinds of people in the world. I think there are people who go around saying what they want to do. And then there's people who actually do what they say. And the only difference between those two people is that the doers never doubt that something is possible and they take consistent action to get there. Now, I also believe that we all know exactly what we want down to the nth detail and we're just too afraid to say it because either A, we don't believe we can really get it or B, we see where we are and where we want to be and have no idea how to get there or C, we think, oh yeah, man, I could get all that. I, yeah, that's totally cool. But then if I do, then what? Sometimes the idea of success is actually scarier than failure, especially for creative people. And I think the reason that that's true is that creative people often rely on what other people think of them. We have this need to have people like us, to think we're good, to think we're talented. And sometimes that shuts us down. But I want to give you an example of what can happen in your life when you stop listening to the naysayers. I'm going to tell you a little story about the book that I told you about a couple of episodes ago called The Organized Actor. I wrote this book about 28 years ago, and it was to organize the business side of an actor's career. Now, I know I've said this uh, podcast is not only for actors, it is for all creatives, but this example of how that book came to be is a really great story that represents what this whole podcast episode is about, which is don't listen to the naysayers. So I want to tell you the story of how I created that. So when I entered into the business as an actor, I had kind of come from the business world. I always had this very entrepreneurial business mind. So from the beginning, I approached my acting career as a business, which anyone who is on this listening and is an actor is the way you must approach your acting career. So I created this journal for myself that organized everything about my career. It had all my submissions. It had all my audition tracking so that when I would go into an audition, I would track what I wore, what I sang, who was in the room that I was auditioning for. Did I send a thank you note? Did I get a call back? Well, one day at an audition, a fellow actor saw me writing in it and he was like, what are you doing? And I told him what I was doing. He was like, that's a really good idea. I should do that. And in this moment, y'all, I had this lightning bolt that struck. It was a moment in time that I thought, wow, if that would help somebody else, maybe I could create something that could help a bunch of actors. And so I literally got in the car, drove home really fast. This was before cell phones. So I, when I got home, I called Samuel French Bookstore, which is the biggest theatrical bookstore in Los Angeles. Sadly, it is no longer around. 
Um, but they were the big bookstore at that time. So I called them and said, Hey, I'm a writer. My book is coming out on Friday. Can I bring it out, bring it to you? And I told them a little bit about what it was. They're like, wow, that sounds awesome. We don't have anything like that. Bring it in. I swear to you, this was a Tuesday afternoon. I had promised him the book on Friday and I didn't have a single word written. This is a true story. So I spent three days creating the very first version of the organized actor. It wrote it and designed it and put it all out on an eight and a half by 11 sheet on my computer and then took it to Kinko's, which is now FedEx. I took the books in on Monday and in eight days, they sold all 25 copies. And I realized I was onto something. Now, I don't say any of that to impress you, but to impress upon you that when you decide what you want, you believe that it's possible and you go out and do it, you can make almost anything happen. I literally came up with an idea and just acted on it in that moment. You know, one of my big things that I think has gotten me through life in a really powerful way is I have this little mantra underneath, which is never ask permission to enact a great idea. I knew the moment that I thought of that idea, that it was a good idea. And I just, I could feel it. I felt it was a light bulb moment. I felt like it was God saying, I've got an idea for you. And I put it into action and I moved. Now, why this is a great example is because most of the time, what we do as creatives is instead of just creating and moving on it, we sit back and go, Ooh, should I do that? I should ask a friend of mine, would that be a good idea? And I've got to be honest. If I would have gone to say my friends or my sister and said, Hey, I have this idea for a book. Do you think I'd do that? Do you think I should do that? Do you think I should pursue that? First of all, I would have wasted a ton of time and I would have also wasted lots of energy asking people who had never had that idea or didn't know anything about it to give me their two cents. And I'll tell you what, when you ask the peanut gallery for their opinion, they're going to give it to you. And sadly, Right now, with social media, even when you don't ask for their opinion, they're going to give it to you. There's some truth bomb for today. But the reality is when we think of something and an idea, our first reaction should be, let me move forward on that. But generally, as creatives, our first thing is, hmm, let me ask so-and-so if they think I should do this. And here's the thing. If I would have asked other people, I can bet that there would have been people that said, oh man, writing a book, that's really hard. How are you going to do that? Or gosh, you know, I don't even know how to do that. So that just sounds hard. Everybody will give you all their excuses for why they haven't done something that has absolutely nothing to do with you. So the truth bomb of the day is never ask permission to enact a great idea. Now, let me be clear about that. That doesn't just mean that you can go randomly rogue and be a rebel and break rules and all that. That's not, not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an inspiring idea that you know, just you can feel it in your being. And I know as a creative that you have felt that before when this just electric lightning bolt comes through you and you're like, this is a great idea. And the moment your intellectual brain comes into play, it will stop you. Remember, if you listen to episode number three, it was all about getting control of that voice in your head. The voice is immediately going to say, no, that's not a good idea, or don't do that, or that's scary, or that's hard, or no, someone else has probably done it, so why should I do it? All those reasons are going to come up. And instead of listening to them, you can literally say to that voice, thank you, I hear you, thanks for sharing, and I'm moving forward anyway. So I wanted to share that example of 
not only that moment in life, but that is how I've lived my life. It is why I have been able to create this rather unique life for myself and do things that are very difficult in most people's eyes. Things that most people won't ever get to do, I have always gone for. Even if people said, that's too hard, you're too young, you're too old, you don't sing well enough, you're not smart enough, whatever has been told to me and probably to you at some point in your life, I just didn't listen. And thank heavens I didn't. Because if I had listened to all the naysayers that said to me, oh man, you shouldn't move to New York, man. That's, that's really hard. You don't want to do that. Or, you know, the people who said, oh, well, you know, you really, you're really not that great a singer. So you're going to have to work really hard or, oh gosh, man, you're, you know, you're, you're moving there way too late. You're never going to have a career. All of those things that were told to me and I didn't listen. What I want for you today, my friend, is to stop listening to the peanut gallery Everybody will give you their opinion. Everybody will tell you what they think, and it's based in their own fears. I don't want you to have those fears. I want you to have those lightning bulb moments of inspiration and go for it. Go for it 150%. Do not let the peanut gallery get in the way of your creativity. You know, I promised you I'd always give you some action items at the end of each episode. And here's my action item for you today. I want you to take a minute and think about a creative project that you have been wanting to do that you know in your gut is the right idea. It's a great idea. And I just want you to go for it. I don't want you to ask anyone's permission. I want you to create it. I want you to maybe put together a pitch sheet, maybe call someone that you could pitch it to, or maybe just call someone that you want to collaborate with, or maybe just sit down on your own and finish writing the outline of your screenplay or finish that painting you've been working on or finish that song you've been writing for weeks and weeks and you have given yourself every excuse as to why you haven't finished it, finish it, sit down and finish it. All right, my friend, that's it. What did we learn today? We learned, do not listen to the peanut gallery. Do not ask permission to enact a great idea. And three, do it, go finish it. All right, my friend, have a great day. See you next time. <laughs>